Here, I'm just going to start recording it off the bat since we tend to like talk about things prior to recording and it's like that would be good to have. So yeah. I just started recording it. Sweet. Yeah. When you texted me, I was on the way home from Austin Books and Comics down off Lamar because mm -hmm. I don't know if you know, yearly they do free comic book day. Yeah. And they didn't do one this year because of COVID, no free comic book day, but authors and artists had already worked on free comic book day issues and stuff and so they've been sending them out and then today was like kind of unofficially free comic book day and one of my favorite comic book series of all times invincible they re-released issue number one as a free comic book day with a new cover and the last couple of pages are early previews to the upcoming amazon series they're doing an animated television series of the comic book. And so the last like three pages are early artwork and some like, like notes about character design, a little bit more information. Like there's, there's been no official release date and there's been no trailer yet, but they've announced the cast. They announced that the writer of the comic wrote the pilot episode and the season finale. And each episode is going to be about an hour long. So that's awesome. And based on the characters that they've already announced that are going to be there, they're at least going probably up to like issue eight or 10 or something. There's like a key event that happens like really early on and introduces like an entire new cast of characters. And since they've already announced the voice actors for some of those characters, it's fairly obvious that like they've gotten to that issue. So... I'm super excited about it. And it's cool because it's an image comic. Robert Kirkman, I'm sure you know, does Walking Dead and a ton of other stuff. And so this is Robert Kirkman's like superhero comic book that's almost like pure superhero. Like, you know, Walking Dead is not a superhero comic book, but it is a comic book. But Invincible is like superheroes with like capes and fighting and, and villains and all sorts of crazy things. Super and brutal. Yes, it is super brutal. The first four or five issues are very tame. And this one event kicks off the next like 140 issues of ultra violent multi-page. Yeah. I mean, it, like later on in the series, I mean, there are people getting their guts ripped out, getting their heads ripped off. It got to that level of super brutal and you would expect nothing less from image comic books because they deal in a totally different space than anything else. So I had to go pick up that issue because it's free and it's a variant of Invincible number one. It's such a plain and like unassuming cover. I love homage covers of the covers that I love and they've done like seven or eight different versions of it now. And I was like, I, I have to get this one to add to the collection. Yeah. Also, I love how... The uh, the design of this suit is basically just the Image Comics logo. Oh, yeah, Invincible. Have you read Invincible? Uh, very little of it. Do you, like, did you start at the beginning, like, number one? No. Okay. <laughs> it was kind of spoiled for me a little bit. One part, I have no idea where in the story that part is. Is it the thing about his dad? So I know about his dad. Okay, that's like yeah. issue 
like six, I think. Yeah, I, I know very little about it because after that, I was like, all right, this looks like a really cool comic. I need to like stop right now <laughs> so that I can actually read it from the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, I highly recommend Invincible and for a, a number of reasons. One, it's just, it's a really good series. Two, in the same manner that Robert Kirkman did Walking Dead, his goal was basically like release six or eight issues and then a trade paperback and then six or eight issues or a trade paperback. It is very easy to read every Invincible comic. A number one, like asking price, like $500, five or $600. And even they had a number one at Austin Books and Comics in just a poly bag, $400, I think. And so like physical issues, extremely hard to find because it was in that era of image comics where they had kind of like spawn had been going for a while and young bloods and like all the image comics founders series had been running for a bit and they were trying to do an image comics renaissance and they like initiated a lot of superhero books and Invincible is like the only one that survived. And even like, I've seen it with Robert Kirkman in multiple interviews. Basically the early twist that I was kind of talking about, and I'm not gonna spoil if anyone hasn't read it. If you haven't read it, if you're listening to this, go read them. The early twist was supposed to be at issue 25. And the publisher was like, Robert, if you don't start selling books, there's not going to be a 25. So he jumped up that event and like that issue sales started skyrocketing on it like it really picked up even that like twist is not the only thing to the series like there i mean real like character growth and it's 144 numbered issues plus there's an invincible number 0 and an invincible returns so for 146 issues, you have the same writer and two artists because the original artist, he couldn't keep up with deadlines and stuff. And so like he was going under a lot of stress and he ended up dropping off. And then Ryan Otley took up art duties, Ryan Otley being the current artist of Amazing Spider-Man. Both are fantastic artists. Like I, Robert Kirkman, and Corey Walker created the book. And so Corey Walker's art, you know, is the initial art. And it's, it's very, it's simple, but enjoyable. But then Ryan Otley's is very detailed, but it's still like that, that cartoony comic book detailed. It's not like hyper-realistic, like Alex Ross and other painted series types. So the, right. the art is fantastic. The writing is fantastic. And you have the same artist and the same writer for every issue and so everything that happens in the comic book feels genuine like when you when you move from one writer to another or if like your art style changes a lot of times for me it's hard to like keep going sometimes and then you know things like spider-man that have been running for like 60 or 70 years or x-men a writer will come in they'll do their thing and then the next writer may completely disregard everything well with the same writer there is consistency throughout the entire book. Every character feels genuine to their character. There's so much good character development and character growth and these relationships. And it's not just like a superhero, good guy, bad guy. Like there's 
these legitimate relationships that make the book just amazing. So uh, I think it, I think it has 22 or 24 trade paperbacks that you can get every core issue in and it builds this amazing universe. And then you can expand to some of the other books in the series, like a bunch of other books that Robert Kirkman had written kind of ended after like five or six issues. Well, he eventually ends up like rolling all of these other characters into Invincible. And issue number 60 actually has like a image universe crossover. And so you see people like Spawn and Witchblade and Savage Dragon and Super Patriot and all these like other and the Youngbloods, like all these other image comic characters make their way into Invincible in actual continuity. And then uh, there's one in continuity tie in with Spider-Man. It's Marvel team up number 14. And there's a character in Invincible that can open portals to different dimensions. And Mark gets sent into him, Mark being Invincible. Uh, Mark gets sent into one and he ends up in Spider-Man's universe for an entire issue. And it's it's just a great little like offshoot, but it's not even a necessary read. And that's that's why like I love that series is like you can read the core issues and you get a full drawn out story or you can read like tie-ins and prequels and expanded in continuity stuff and you just get this like massive world that all feels like very connected and very well written so highly recommend it and there's an animated tv show coming so you know you can watch it if you don't want to read it yeah that's gonna be awesome I'm very excited about it I can't remember what the first Amazon original show was, but their most recent ones with things like Upload and Jack Ryan and Hannah and the boys and Good Omens have just all been fantastic. Amazing casts, high budget, high quality television that you get as a free add-on to having an Amazon Prime account. Like that's, that's a huge win. Yeah, I saw the boys uh, season one, not knowing anything about it. And I was like, this is really interesting and I like it. And also Slipknot did a, one of the songs in the soundtrack, I believe. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, I, I love season one of the boys and it, it has one of my favorite actors in it, Simon Pegg, because I love Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, mm-hmm. The World's End, Paul... I mean, I could name a ton of things he's been in, Star yeah. Trek. Um, but yeah, the boys, uh, they actually, they did uh, a re-release of issue number one for free comic book day. And so I picked that up. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've I've read the first couple of issues of the boys and I, I almost regret having seen the show before reading the comic because I like the show a lot more. Um, I just, I really like the character of Huey. I like, uh, what is it? Billy? Is that his name? Uh, uh, the main guy. Yeah. The guy with the beard that was also uh, Scourge uh, in Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. Billy Butcher. Yeah. Butcher. Yeah. yeah that's... Billy Butcher. He is awesome. Like his one liners are so fantastic. And like, I think it's in that first or second episode where he like, you know he's fighting the invisible guy and like yeah, when he shows up yeah like runs the car into the yeah. shop like 
dude billy he's funny because he's like he's like trying to be a good person but yeah. like but he himself is like not really a good person no not at all <laughs> he's, he's just like he definitely yeah. falls into that like anti-hero category that yeah. is it you're not supposed to root for them but you yeah. very much end up rooting for them right and i mean you just you feel bad for huey because of what happens to him in the first episode again no spoilers right. on that but like yeah major sympathy for huey yeah. and then you're I like think, i think it was in the trailer but still, it probably yeah. was yeah dude the trailer for season two i, I so i watched like the first couple of seconds of it and i was like i don't want to know i'm just because it i think it it airs sometime this month or next month Soon, yeah. i know it's on the way and i'm just like i'm not gonna watch it and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna re-watch season one right up to the day that season two launches because it's only it's six six episodes i think like it's it's so easy to watch in the span of like two days and it, it's in and you're hooked because like every every episode practically ends on a cliffhanger yeah and so it's so easy to just get lost in it um it's such a great show <laughs> Yeah, so I recently uh, decided to recently, meaning like today, decided oh, to, <laughs> very recent to go back because I have this the uh, DC the DC Universe app right on my phone. I actually have like a subscription. I'm like, oh, they're streaming. I haven't, I haven't been using this. I should probably use it. <laughs> so I had some like some time earlier. Okay, and I was like where did I even leave off? And then I, I sign in and it's like right in the middle of Dark Knight's Metal. And nice. I remember- I, I didn't know well, if you were going to go comic book or TV show. And I was like, the suspense no, is no, killing me. The the comics. Yeah. So, so I remember that I stopped because I was so fucking confused. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I need to go back. And then I think at the time I was like, I don't feel like going back going through all this shit right now yeah so finally i went back and i'm like all right i'm just gonna go back and i'm starting at the beginning of rebirth oh with uh with batman oh because batman's batman, oh yeah no batman's the anchor of that universe so like, just so good oh yeah and um because was rebirth still capullo and snyder no oh not for batman no oh because that was what sold me on the new 52 was Greg Capullo and Scott Snyder. The, the new 52 was just so good. It, it well, Batman was, yeah. Batman the is. the rest of it was I would say a majority of the new 52 was kind of a disaster. I I enjoyed Batman. And, I enjoyed Batman. And um the 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 later uh Justice League with like the dark side war and stuff. See, I liked the first run of Justice League that was Jim Lee. And then mm -hmm. right after that, I fell off. I, I lost interest for some reason. And even like the Justice League Dark, I, I love Constantine. And so I was trying to get into those. And I just, I don't know, man, something about the pacing or something. I just, I didn't, I, I couldn't keep going with it. So does Rebirth tie into Metal? Yes, there are some very important parts that are, are like uh, details that happen in Rebirth, and 
Incorrect. If you don't know that, I don't. Start Dark Knights Metal. You're gonna be like, why the fuck is this person <laughs> like this? And then, like, why is he doing this? And like, what the hell is going on? Because I, I think I have. I don't know. Yeah, is it is it Justice League Dark Knights Metal or is it just Dark Knights Metal? What? It's just Dark Knights Metal. Because I have the one issue. Oh no, it is Justice League. Okay, it is Justice League. Because I have the one issue that has like a couple of them on it, and that's that's Greg Capullo, right? Capullo wrote Metal or drew Metal. I believe so. Because I I have the one that it the cover has like Batman and Green Lantern and uh superman wonder woman and flash and you know having read new 52 batman i've seen capullo's take on batman Mm -hmm. approximately 45 issues or something i mean i know a handful of those were drawn by other people uh but seeing capullo's take on superman and green lantern are just great because i i used to be like a huge green lantern fan from when Kyle Rayner took over as Green Lantern Mm. all the way up to uh, Blackest Night and Brightest Day is where I I dropped off because they did that comic book bullcrap of like... Yeah, the the soft reboot. Well, not even that. Well, yeah, actually right after that, they did the soft reboot of New 52 and Green Lantern didn't get rebooted, but blackest day and darkest night they did like oh like to read all of our brightest day not blackest day bright to read all of like brightest day and blackest night you're talking like it was like green lantern room yeah but it was like 200 issues with all the tie-ins yeah and like they and then they they had like the the justice league uh blackest day and brightest night yeah and like blackest night and brightest blackest night and brightest yeah it's a tongue twister (laughs) They had, but yeah, like they had Superman issues and they had Flash issues and they had Hawkman issues and they had. Yeah, those are crazy when there's that many and then they have like. I don't like it. Like, I I don't either. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to read like all these different, like. Yeah. I'm not going to read 200 Superman. I'm sorry. Like, Uh -uh. like, (laughs) it's not going to. And like, and the thing is, then like, you know, they're throwing me into Hawkman and it's like, I've never read a Hawkman issue. So my, my knowledge of Hawkman is like the Justice League animated series. Like I get it. He's a, but even that was screwed up. Cause like sometimes Hawkman is like an Egyptian God that's reincarnated, but then sometimes he's an alien with Hawk wings. Like, They've screwed that character up so much. Yeah. And and same with Hawk Girl. And so like I had I had no idea what was going on in their issues. And then they were like trying to sell me on Hawk and Dove. And I was like, I don't even know. Like I know the names Hawk and Dove. I don't even know what their powers are, anything about them. I think it's it a, doesn't matter, dude. Yeah. That's that's when you're like, okay, I'm just gonna like do That's when you Wikipedia it. Yeah, and you fucking YouTube it. Yeah, and... yes. Comics explained <laughs> or like yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Comic Storian. Yeah, him too. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just after that it kind of I like I, I stopped reading, and then it was like they did the new Fifty Two, and then they like I don't like Sinestro took over as the Green Lantern in it, and then like Kyle Rayner was in like Guardian, like Green Lantern Guardian or something, and he had one of every ring 
Yeah. And I was just like, I, I can't, I can't do this. Like I got, I, it was fine when there were two rings when it was green and yellow. And then I understand like they, they kind of rolled star Sapphire into being like a ring, but then there was like blue and purple and orange and red. And like each one did different things. And the, the blue one, like super, yeah. (laughs) Too much, but (laughs) metal like yeah i want to read metal the art looks amazing but i couldn't tell Mm -hmm. if it was like an alternate like a a a dc elseworld title or black label whatever because i think they killed off the elseworld i couldn't tell if it was like black label or if it's in canon or where it takes place i believe it is but yeah like i said there's there's some details maybe small detail like like not a lot of them but the details are important like like i said i like started the series and i was like wait what (laughs) (laughs) and i had to like look it up and i'm like okay great but Um, it's all right have it like where i am in in batman yeah it's interesting because i know he he like has his outsiders thing Mm -hmm. which i believe includes the uh signal uh which is the 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 yellow one if you know what the signal is i don't know what the signal is you need to look up the signal okay look up batman the signal or something so mysterious i will look that up yeah and i i've seen this character like every now and then but that's not robin's girlfriend is it no okay because i know there was someone that was are you thinking of oracle no that's barbara gordon now somebody had a purple costume and she was oh not huntress there there was another batgirl there were two batgirls yeah i know there was the one that had like the the stitched up suit and then the you know barbara gordon batgirl no there was one i thought there was one that was robin's girlfriend and then she became something i don't know i don't know anyway so i had seen this character and I was like i don't know who yeah right i was like i don't know who this is so i don't know what the hell's going on with him and he shows up in in uh uh um dark knight's metal okay um, so it, it kind of introduces him where i am and i'm like oh perfect like now i know, now i know who this guy is that's always helpful but Another thing I want to say, actually, um, did you know Greg Capullo plays uh, guitar? I did. I, I know that from his Instagram. He's a badass guitar yeah, player, he's and really he's good. jacked. Yes, he is. Because I've uh, met but, I've met Greg Capullo in person, and his biceps are intimidating, but he's the nicest guy. Um, I think they they wrote some music to go with the uh, Dark Knight's metal. Dude, that's super awesome. And I think if if I'm not mistaken, it might have been him on the guitar playing it. That's super awesome. Because I know I have to send you like a video or something. But... Yeah, I've I've watched a couple of them on Instagram, but I didn't know that that was for a Dark Knight Metal. I love when they do things like that, when they do like a music tie-in. because uh, yeah. James O'Barr did that with the crow. He had a band that I, I think he was either like very close to them or he might have been in it. Uh, but it's uh, Fear and Bullets, I think, is the name of the band or the album or the band and the album. 
maybe you know it's kind of like black sabbath and black sabbath featuring the track black sabbath but <laughs> which is a great song uh but the the album fear and bullets was meant to be like a a musical compendium to the crow comic book the trade paperback and i think stuff like that's really cool it gives it a, you know a bit of a cinematic feel one more thing real quickly All right. i don't i don't know if it's on there and if it is if it's on dc universe like right after this go read it have you read or i don't know you might have already read it last night on earth batman last night on earth is is that the one where he's like got the joker's head yes i haven't read it i've heard about it i've seen the artwork for it so it looks it looks awesome it's greg capullo and scott snyder so you know it's good it is okay so it's last night on earth a quick google search does show that it's on comiXology it's three okay it's three like double size issues the single issues were actually they weren't like paper covers they were more card stock feel like they felt like trade paperback covers but that was the regular issue because they were double size issues crazy story totally like whatever elseworld or black label or whatever you want to call it non non continuity based just three standalone issues and at, at some point they show most of the current roster of the justice league and like dude they're all like post-apocalyptic. Wonder Woman has a mohawk and it is so badass. And she's a badass in that series. Yeah, and it's so good. And it's three double-sized issues. So it probably ends up being something like 180 pages or maybe 200 pages. But Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, super awesome. Love that series. Such a good series. But that's, yeah, that's, that's comic books. Um, 